0: Welcome back to Be Great With Nate, the podcast that trains you to master your mind, body, and emotions to help you take complete control of your life. I'm your host, your coach, Nate Ortiz. I am enthusiastic about teaching you how to manage your health and mindset while you pursue your goals in life. My goal is to clear your confusion regarding the body, mind, and life itself. If you want to learn how to become the best version of yourself, then you're going to want to stick around. How to live your life's purpose, heal from trauma, and a negative subconscious mind. This past weekend, I just got finished doing my second workshop in the last few months. We have beautiful people come in from all over the country. And one common thing that I see with my niche of clients, the people who come to my workshops or come to me as a client, usually want to live their life purpose, but subconsciously is basically being stopped due to a negative subconscious or trauma. In today's podcast, what we're going to be doing is I'm going to be breaking down how to live your life's purpose, how to create the new you, and how to put yourself in a position where your body is not swimming in trauma or a negative subconscious mind. One of the things I tell my clients all the time, and I want to tell you, is anytime negative thoughts come up, or your body starts feeling tired, or you start feeling achy, or you have digestive issues, I want you to always stop, have a notebook with you, and think about why. What just changed my stomach from feeling regular to feeling the way it does? What just changed from my mind went from positive thoughts to negative thoughts? What just changed when my energy was normal to now my energy is drained? We have to figure out the why. One of my goals with this podcast is to teach you on how to take full control of your mind, body, and emotions. As soon as you take full control of your mind, body, and emotions, you will put yourself in a position to be the best you to be able to live the life that you want to live. It takes a lot of energy to do the things that you want to do in today's world. It takes a lot of time and energy when it comes down to creating the things that you want to do in this world. So we can't afford to feel tired. We can't afford, you can feel it's, hold on, let me back up. You can afford to feel tired when you're normally tired, right? Like we're humans, we, rest is important. But I'm talking about tired all day, every day, or tired at 1 p.m. when you are about to do something for yourself, or you got work to get done. So I want you to really figure out the why. Secondly, I have to remind a lot of people that, Why? How long are we here on earth for? We're here on earth anywhere from 70 to 80 years, right? Depending on what what country you live in. And you look up the uh, statistics of life expectancy. So why are you here? Where did you come from? And where are you going after? Okay. And then I say to people, whatever made us is... A lot more smarter than us if they were smart to the point where we ca- if we came here to pay bills whatever made us the creator that made us would have just created us to be like robots with no emotions and to live longer and not feel a sense of purpose that's what we're doing with ai today that's what we're doing with you know robots and things in that nature so If we're doing, if we're creating something like that, then why are we here? And this is why it's important to figure out your purpose and to start today. The biggest mistake I see with people when they want to live their purpose is that they'll think about how to become the person that they look up to by tomorrow or by next week. And when you compare your purpose, then it turns out to no longer be your purpose. Your purpose, your journey, the way you look, the way you sound is different than anyone else that is doing what you want to do. Just because somebody else is doing what you want to do in life doesn't mean that there's no reason for you to do it. I love Michael Jordan, the best basketball player of all time, right? I love him. But my favorite player was Kobe Bryant. There's nothing against Jordan. I just like the way Kobe did it. I like Kobe's mentality. I like Kobe's story. I, I'm connected a little more there. So whoever you look up to or whatever you want to do, people may love that person too. But when you do it, they're gonna love you because of your story, the way you do it, the way you sound, your the way you act, your personality, everything. So when people want to live their purpose they start to think and get stuck on the how. Well, how can I do that? How can I do this? And what you must understand is that that is the subconscious mind that may be negative that is turning down any conscious thoughts that are trying to get into the subconscious. For an example, the more negative the subconscious mind is, the more challenging it's going to be to allow positive conscious ideas into the mind into the body your conscious mind is responsible for 10% it's the knowing that's why a lot of people know that you know it's possible to live their dream a lot of people know they should eat better but the subconscious mind is the doing and this is where people go i know what to do but i'm just not i don't know why i'm not doing it yes because it's not subconscious yet and there's two things i mean two ways you get into the subconscious number one is a trauma a trauma can get into the subconscious fast and then number two is repetition A lot of us are walking around with certain traumas that are subconscious where it's interfering with the new ideas that we have and the new person that we want to become because every time we have a conscious idea of what we want to do, the knowing, the subconscious mind comes in and turns it down. So I'm going to teach you in this podcast on tools and tricks that you can do today. You can start today to put yourself in a position to be able to get the new you into the subconscious mind. As someone who came from being homeless, as someone who came from the projects, public housing, someone who came from a mother that was a drug addict, a father that was a drug dealer, a sister that went to prison for killing her daughter, a brother who went to prison for attempted robbery and assault and things in that nature. My my stepfather uh, going to prison um, and living on the streets and living hotel to hotel with my brother to now being the man that I am today, getting a full scholarship to high school, full scholarship, division one football player to college. Being a full time entrepreneur, growing my social media to getting millions of views a month, making a top 5% in podcasting. These things are not just luck. You create your own luck. These things are planned, and I take a lot of action every day to be able to maintain the mindset that I have. If you have, if all of you that love a clean house, you love your house to be clean. Don't you notice, as soon as you turn around from mopping the floors, the dishes is starting to pile up again. So you go to the dishes, you clean up the dishes, then you turn around, and then if you have a child, if you have a dog, they drop something, then you have to pick that up. It's a constant work in action. You have to do the same thing with your mind. Things are always coming into the mind and your environment to try to make you negative, distractions, negativity. You have to be able to start training your mind to always clean up. And this is why it's important to create a schedule and rituals and routines that I'm going to go through today. So remember, you came here for a reason. One thing that we have to become aware of, because a lot of people may be listening and say, well, this sounds great, but or can sound easy, but I really struggle with this. What a lot of people don't understand is that trauma and stress can interfere with your imagination. You have something called the three levels of the brain. You have the reptilian brain. You have the, you can look this up from Paul MacLean M-A-C-L-E-A-N. You have the emotional brain, which is known to be the limbic brain, which is like conditional love and things in that nature. And then you have the intellectual brain, which is the neocortex. That's where the imagination is at. That's when you create That's your word. That's your deed. When your body's under a lot of stress, your body operates from the reptilian brain. The reptilian brain is about safety, security, substance, and then sex. It's also known feeding, fighting, fleeing, okay? And the other F word for procreation. They call it the four Fs. So the more trauma that you have, or the more stress that you have, the more you're going to interfere with your imagination because trauma and fear elevate what? Cortisol, adrenaline, and cortisol and adrenaline operate and turn on the what? The sympathetic nervous system, which is your fight or flight. Your fight or flight operates and communicates with what? The reptilian brain. When the body's under stress, the body gets in prepared for survival, which is known as the reptilian brain. If your body's in that state, your body's not thinking about how to create a new business. Your body's thinking, what is the safest way to create an ability to create safety and security for me? And today's real safety security comes to be your job, the amount of money you have in your bank, making sure your kids are safe, personal property, things like that. So you will be driven from survival instead of creation in this. So it's appropriate to be in the survival mode At certain points in your life or even certain parts of your day but if you're constantly in survival mode throughout the day then it's hard for you to create new ideas the reptilian brain loves rituals especially rituals that guarantee safety and security so that's why it's hard to not i mean it's hard to overcome things that you continue to do every day because the brain feels safe and subconsciously you feel safe doing these rituals that you do because it got you to live until today. It worked yesterday, right? So the subconscious mind will be f- driven from fear instead of faith. So the more stressed that we are or the more trauma that a person has, trauma is in the subconscious, trauma, if you look up The Body Keeps a the Score, they make it a great example in that, in that book of how trauma interferes with a person's cortisol and adrenaline. Cortisol and adrenaline communicate with insulin. Insulin, the reason why is because cortisol releases, I mean, goes into fight or flight and creates gluconeogenesis. So your body basically takes stored blood sugar from glycogen and converts it into sugar into the blood to support the muscles and to go into fight or flight. Now, anytime sugar is in the blood, you have a hormone called insulin that increases to take that stored sugar and then store it into your muscles, liver, or fat. And then, when the insulin takes the blood sugar out, then you have adrenaline that is now turned on because the insulin can take the blood sugar out too fast, which can leave you with something called hypoglycemia, which makes you tired, shaky, irritable, um, nervous, um, and kind of give you almost like a panic and then adrenaline when adrenaline uh, turns on, then you create cortisol cortisol creates insulin and it's a nasty cycle so. This state will put your body into survival mode, and survival mode moves from the motivation of fear. Creativity moves from the, the state of consciousness of faith. So the more survival mode you're in, the more you're gonna move out of fear. Now remember, survival mode, safety and security, fight or flight works with the hormone, I mean the gland adrenals. The adrenal glands plus adrenaline plus fear all turn on the root chakra. You see that? So you can't heal your root chakra just by doing, I call it one layer of energy. And I have a podcast coming up, breaking down a theory of mine that I created. That's called the five layers of energy. You can't overcome root chakra issues just with um, talking to somebody. You have to control all levels. For an example, if you're talking to a therapist or you're, you're journaling but your body's in fight or flight from let's just say too much caffeine, too much blood sugar, not enough sleep, whatever um uh gut issues, whatever is gonna spike cortisol levels, it's impossible to get out of fight or flight when your adrenaline, I mean, get um to overcome the root chakra if your adrenaline and cortisol are consistently being spiked. I call that the internal stressors. So the worst that your internal stressors are the harder it is to deal with the external stressors in the real world. So you'll be driven from faith. I mean, fear instead of faith. And if you're driven from fear, it's hard to create the new you. You'll have the fear of criticism, the fear of failing, the fear of poverty, thinking that, oh, what if I don't do this and I can't pay my bills? Everything will be driven back to safety and security. So the first thing we have to get clear on is what do you want what do you want what do you want in your life do you want how do you want to live and spend your time and again don't get stuck on the how a negative subconscious mind will question every new possibility it hates change understand it's normal so grab a piece of paper and start coming up with ideas on discovering who do you want to be what do you want what do you want in life I had a beautiful workshop over the weekend, and I had people there. As soon as we wanted to figure out what they want, half of them kind of knew what they wanted, but they were just scared to put it down on paper. Don't be scared. Put it down. I tell people all the time, if someone else was able to do it, it's motivating to know that you can do it as well, because if another human being did it, then it's possible for you to do it, and the first thing that people think about is, well... I'm not great at this. I'm not great at that. Then I say, okay, stop. Think about the trauma or the stress or the hard times that you overcame in life. You remember those times? They'll say, yeah. I say, okay, why do you keep forgetting that you made, you did the impossible multiple times, but when it comes down to doing the impossible for what you want instead of what you had to do, you start to question yourself. You see that? Most of you have went through so many hard times in your life and you overcame so many hard things in your life. Some things that you had to overcome, right? Because you was put in these traumatic experiences and situations and you overcame them. So why don't you take that, that same skill set that you did to overcome those things and now use it towards things that you want in your life. Ha ha. The more trauma I see a person has or the more stress I see a person have, the more issues they have with putting themselves first. They put we, family, friends, in front of themselves and then work and then themselves. And if you do that and you're waking up every day with a 100% battery, 33% is going towards we, 33% is going towards all, which is work. And then when you come back, you're trying to become the new version of yourself with only 33% charge. Why don't you start your why don't you start using that ninety nine percent charge towards yourself first so you have more energy more motivation and more battery life to put into you before you put into anyone else so when you're gonna grab a piece of paper and then write down what do you want one of the questions that I go through with clients is what is the one goal that you always wanted to accomplish in your life but you never accomplished because you put it to the side or you, you weren't consistent with it or you doubted yourself? And I have them write that down. Then I say, okay, how would that change your life? And then they'll write that down. Some of them will say, well, I have like five things. I say, okay, cool. Write down all five. As soon as they write down all five, I say, okay, look at that. And which one of them would change your life today? They go, oh, that's easy. They circle one. I said, good. And what they'll notice is as soon as they circle that one, they'll notice that the other four fall right under as soon as they accomplish that one. Okay? Now, when you figure out what you want, circle it, and then under it, create like bullet points. And give me simple steps that you can start doing today to accomplish that. Simple steps, I said. A lot of us want to go from step one to step 10. Don't rush the journey. It's not about what you get. It's about who you become. You understand? It's about who you become. Too many of us rush the journey. We want to be rich fast. We want to be famous fast. We want to we we want to fall in love fast and that is not your fault today's world we're living in a, a in a in a, simu, a, a more of a simulation i, I think uh, there was a book called the simulation theory that was discussing that as time goes on things get done faster where the algorithms of life that we're working with like if you want a chair you just press order on amazon and it's there in 2 3 days sometimes you get it the same day back when we we used to have to make Chairs with our own hands that took a lot of time and a lot of skill, the appreciation for things like that are a lot higher. So, for an example, I tell clients all the time: if you order a chair off Amazon, if I if it's your birthday and I order you a chair off Amazon, would you appreciate it? They'll go, yeah. I go, okay, cool. If I build you a chair with my own hands and it took me a year and I created it specifically for you, would you appreciate that? She go, oh my god, of course I will. Which one do you appreciate more? The one that you made? Why? Because I know how much time you put into it. I know how much love you put into it. And that's the same respect I want you to have for your dream, for your journey, for your purpose. Don't rush it. Don't rush it. I used to be in the gym in 2018 and 19 and I was sitting there. Oh my God, I got to figure a way. How can I like help more people? I got to make videos. I got to make a podcast. I got to get interviewed. I was trying to rush. And my mentor one day said, why do you feel like you need to rush? And I said, oh man, I just feel like I have to do more. I feel like I'm not helping enough people. And he gave me a perspective. He said, Nate, for every person that you help, you help 10 to 20 to 30 people from that person and more. I say, how? And When they come in here and you help that one person, they go home to their family. And then their family's perspective changes and then they go to school and their friends change and and their list goes on. And I never looked at it like that. I was so busy trying to rush it to get to where I want to get to. And I'm happy that I've learned the perspective of not to rush it because I was rushing it because I was working out of survival consciousness. I was working out of fear of not getting it. So I wanted it because I feared of not having it. And then I had to change my perspective changed the way my body operated from being in fight or flight to be able to get more into the faith consciousness. The more stress that you are in, the more survival mode you're in, meaning safety and security. So remember, if you're trying to create new ideas, you're trying to create the new version of yourself, and you're in fight or flight, your body is Not going to allow you, you can create, but you're not going to be as creative as you would like to be. Okay. It's hard to create this new you in the state of survival mode or stuck in a root chakra or fight or flight. It's hard. Because remember that state wants to go back and only predominantly focus on safety and security. Only want to, um, it works out of fear. It's hypervigilant. And I know a lot of us can get that rush from adrenaline. But the more rush of adrenaline you get, the more that the body has a system of turning on other systems. So you have to be careful. So if you notice that one day you can want to create, the next day you don't want to create, it's not that something's wrong with you. It's not that you're lazy. It's probably because you're shifting from being in fight or flight to being in homeostasis which is an even balance of the parasympathetic and the, and the sympathetic nervous system so now that we start having ideas now we start taking them step by step and writing them down now we need to create something that's extremely essential when you go to work what does work have in common of your household i'm gonna let you sit and think about that work and home have something in common and it's called responsibility when you go to work and you sit at your desk or wherever you sit at in your work job it's responsibility continuously just being responsible right when you go home it's responsibility when i come home i got my dogs i gotta feed them i gotta walk them play with them for a little bit i gotta clean up the office My office is in my house, but I got to straighten up. Um, I have to do a lot of catching up. I have to cook, right? I have to work out, um, shower, clean clothes. So much responsibility. When you're in this process of creating the new you, you have to be able to create a space for yourself. It's essential to create your space. And with this space... We don't want any negative, nothing that's negative to be able to come into our space. What that means is no social media, no work, no gossip. This space can be a nice desk and a part of your house. And this has some tea waiting for you, essential oils waiting for you, a beautiful notebook, Or pieces of paper with a pen that you love to write with, and either a book or a laptop with information. This space is to learn, to create, and to grow. The more you learn, the more you create, the more you become a new version of yourself, which means that the more you're healing. I don't like to say, and and this is just my theory. I didn't want to heal the old me. I wanted to become the new me. The new me doesn't have the same trauma or issues as the old me. I had to transform into the new version of myself. And a lot of people don't believe that is possible for themselves. And it's extremely possible for you. If, if when I was, doing some trauma stuff and trying to overcome some things. It was what made it difficult for me. I'm not saying it for you, but for me, it made it difficult for me to have to revisit the trauma over and over to fix that version of me and stay there and deal with it. And I'm like, why, why? When I can create a new version of myself that has different emotions, operates my nervous system differently, my body's different, my hair's different, my bank account is different, everything's different. And anytime I have to go back into the old me, where the old me used to have to go and do, I'm the new me and it doesn't affect me. But if I continue to go back as the old me, then i have to relive it and relive it and relive it. And I just didn't see a sense of that. And respectfully, It was hard for me to listen to people that didn't go through trauma, that studied trauma, to try to tell me about my trauma respectfully, especially people that didn't come from where I came from or understood what I've been through. So the things that I'm sharing with you in this podcast, the things I share with you on my content, on all my podcast episodes, everything, it was deeply not only studied, but I experienced it and I worked with hundreds of people with it as well you need to create your own space. If you don't have a space, you have to go find one. In 2017, 18, I didn't in 19, I did not have my own space in my house. I lived in a small apartment in Washington Heights, New York, and I lived with my girlfriend, her father, and her brother in like a 1300 square foot apartment. I had probably even smaller than that, probably like 900 square feet. It actually was like 900 square feet. And I had to figure out I had to get my space. So I went to Starbucks every morning, first thing in the morning before it started getting crowded. I was able to get a cup of coffee, the bathroom code, a cup of water, Wi-Fi, a desk for $2.34. And that was my space. I faced Broadway and Dykeman every morning. And I watched people go to work. I watched people start to pick up the day. But as I sat there and I started to do these things, I had a notebook. I had my iPad. I mean, sorry, my MacBook. And I had notes. I studied. I wrote down. I created my dream on a piece of paper. I created my blueprint. I just started writing ideas, the to do list for me, not for work, not for anyone else, for me. What do I want to accomplish in my life? Because I know when you step into work it's not about you at the moment when you go in your house and especially if you have kids it's not about you at that moment but if we can give work time and we can give our kids time we need to find time for us now i create my space to have a ritual i love some tea sometimes sometimes i have my coffee in the morning there um my tea is always cuz i'm there consistently throughout the day i have loose leaf pieces of paper. It's hard for me to, I have a, a new journal that uh, a company just sent me that I'm trying to write in, but I like big pieces of paper. And I like, I got a Sharpie that has a Sharpie and the other end it has like the Sharpie thinner. It has a thinner thing that I can write as if it's a pen. And I carry it with me and I have different colors and I open it up and I look at the colors and it depends on what mood I'm in. Lately, green has been calling. I have a green T-shirt on as I'm speaking, green layers of a sweater on, and I'm writing with a green pen. I don't know why. I didn't purposely just do this outfit today. Just green is just, green and brown are things that are calling to me. Green is associated with the heart chakra, right? And brown is associated with earth. So I just feel like these are my colors. I choose a color and I write. I want you to create your ritual. I have a speaker at my, my station and I play music. I play music that is artistic. I play music that I'm in the mood for. It switches up here and there depending on what mood I'm in. What is your ritual? What are you doing in your space? In my space, respectfully, my dogs are not allowed to come to me. Respectfully, I don't pick up phone calls. I don't look at emails. I don't look at social media. I'll do that later. Right now, It's about me. The world is full of distractions. You have to make this time for you. If you're trying to become the new version of yourself, if you're trying to overcome the negative subconscious mind and you're trying to overcome any trauma and you're trying to live the life that you want, you must make time to invest and focus on what do you want, taking proper steps towards that each and every day. Some of you may need a certification for the purpose, I mean, the life they want to live. Some of you need probably need to make contact. Some of you probably want to find a new place to work. Okay, if that's the case, take time and dedicate time in your space each day to take one step closer to get to that. So if you need a certification, the first thing I want to, I'll, I'll have you break down what certification. And then when you find out what certification, then I'll go to the station and then I'll figure out how much is the certification, and then I'll create a plan on how can I create an extra twenty to fifty dollars a week to be able to get that certification, and how long would that take me? So now, when you wake up in the morning, you know you're six, way, six weeks away from getting your, being able to afford your certification. You're waking up with a little more enthusiasm because you're creating a road to your destination. If you're waking up not knowing that right there, my friend, will leave you frustrated, compensating for stress and money for the rest of your life, and unhappy. We must know where we're going at all times. Positive vibes only in your space. If you start getting to the point where people see you in your space, they don't bother you. They know they're in their space. I'll let them do what they have to do, and then when they're done, I'll come to them. It's important, I'm not going to get too deep on this next step, but it's important, I have a lot of podcast episodes, you can just go through them and and listen through them to find out which one sits with you well. But it's important to make sure that your nutrition, hydration, movement, and sleep are balanced. If they're not, then you will be compensated from the fight or flight, fight or flight, cortisol, cortisol, root chakra, root chakra, reptilian brain, fear, and then you get back into the old you. I can become the old me. I can go back to becoming the old me. Put me under stress for a long time. A long time is like two days straight of stress. Let me mess up my nutrition. Let me mess up my hydration. Let me mess up um, things like uh, m- not moving my body. Oh, oh yeah. You will meet the new- you will meet the old me really quick. There was a point last year where I, I wasn't getting any sleep because I was traveling um, uh, cross-country from Los Angeles to New York. I did the trip like twice in one week. I wasn't eating my foods because I was staying in Airbnbs. I wasn't moving my body. And I got in an argument for the first time with one of my favorite cousins that I never got an argument with before. And it was my fault because I felt the old me come out, the street version of me. Watch a mouth version of me, reactive version of me, self defense version of me. You understand? And if I were operating under that version of me, I won't be where I am today. So it's essential when it comes down to taking care of my body, when I travel, and I am I stay in Airbnb's or, uh, or hotels that have a kitchen. I go to, I look for organic restaurants. I look for organic coffee shops. I get the best water I can get my hands on to. People think I'm bougie. You can think what you, want, what you want. I invest in myself. I spend money on that. I don't need Gucci sweatsuits. I'm okay with going to Cotton On and getting me a cotton t-shirt. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with having the same Yankee hat for two years. I'm okay with that. What I'm not okay with is not investing in my internal health versus how I look on the exterior. I don't care. I don't care what my sneakers look like. On the terms of trying to impress other people or trying to feel like I'm good enough. Because the more stress that you're in and the more root chakra you're in and the more reptilian brain that you're in, the more that you're going to try to fit in socially. So that can be trying to buy that Louis Vuitton bag that you really couldn't afford or trying to buy that car to look cool when you drive down your neighborhood that you really couldn't afford to impress people who don't care what you drive, but you want to feel like you're a part of it. Be careful there because that happened to me when I was in Los Angeles. And I told you that story, which you can find. I forgot the name of it. I think it was how not to fake it in life or something in that nature. Okay, so the next one is trauma travels the same road as stress. And I try to tell clients this all the time. When trauma is stored into the body, into the five layers of energy, which I'll go over in probably my next podcast, trauma goes through with the hormones of cortisol, adrenaline, insulin, and the reptilian brain. So if trauma was stored in through that road, I call it a road. Let's think about it as a road. Then the more stressed that you are, the more that you're traveling down that same road, which means that same road is your fight or flight, your reptilian brain, your root chakra from trauma and stress, which then you're getting into the survival consciousness, which then you're repeating your trauma or your stress each and every day. So one of the things we have to do is kind of turn down that road, that path to that road. Stop feeding it. Because as soon as we turn it up and elevate it, you're bringing yourself back into that consciousness. And then that consciousness is where you have developed the old version of you, the version that you're probably today that you don't want to be anymore. So the more we calm that down, the better off we're going to be. be. Some simple steps. Get to bed by 10 o'clock. Don't drink caffeine after 12 p.m. Don't eat too many carbs before bed. Take your body weight divided by two and get that in the amount of ounces. So a 200-pound person should be getting at least 100 ounces of water a day. Move your body for about 45 minutes minimum. You can just go on a nice walk, listen to positive music, a positive podcast. I call it the high-vibe walk. Okay? They both communicate. Trauma and stress both communicate with the fight or flight which is your sympathetic nervous system, your reptilian brain, and your root chakra. So the more we can control our stress, the more that we can turn down the subconscious of you overreacting from a trauma state of consciousness. Aha! Then we get more into the emotional, intellectual part of you, and we create the new you. This is why it's important to take the steps to become the new you. It's important to take these steps to become the new you. When you're not in survival consciousness, you don't know who you are. So that's normal. That's why we have to create these plans. I remember when I was in in fight or flight, I I felt weird. I felt weird sitting at a beach looking at water. I'm like, what the hell am I doing here? We got to get things done. I felt weird not feeling like I have to get things, like go and, and be in fight or flight. Until I got clear on my dream. And then I knew how much time my dream took. It takes time to make these podcasts. It takes time to, I I, I like to freelance and take a piece of paper and write these podcasts out with my hand. That that takes time. It takes time to edit this podcast. It takes time to upload it. The more fight or flight that I'm in, the more responsibility I take on because subconsciously I'm moving out of survival and just trying to, I think I could do more than I can do. The more inconsistent I get when it comes down to making podcast episodes because I just don't have the time and energy. So when you get clear on really what you want, you understand it takes time and energy. You have to trade your survival energy to your creative energy. That's why you got to know what you want. What's the sense of healing trauma and feeling better in your life if you have nothing to do with that energy now? You're going to always repeat the cycle if you have nowhere to put that energy. We have to use our imagination when it comes down to you becoming the new you. And we have to get into the intellectual brain, which is creation, word, deed, and imagination. And in order for us to really get there, we have to calm down, fight or flight, cortisol, adrenaline, reptilian brain, root chakra. I say healing is becoming the new you. In order to do that, we have to get clear on what we want. We then need to dedicate time to know, create, and make the new you. That's in your space. So we also need a ritual in your space. We need movement during the day. We need to control your blood sugar. And we need to understand when it comes down to money on how money is energy. And when you do with your money, you're either spending or investing. When I when it comes down to getting my house fully cleaned, I hire a cleaning team. It costs me $250. They do four hours of work. Four hours of my time is 10 times what I'm paying. So I save so much money by hiring somebody, investing into them to come do it for me. Why? Because four hours of my personal time gives me way more with my creativity, the services that I provide to the world, than cleaning my house. So during the day, when I go to Whole Foods, and my Whole Foods bill is $200, and I know I could have went to Costco and got it for $100, but the foods that I'm eating saves me from having to visit doctors for nagging conditions that I, I can create with lifestyle, It saves me time and energy and money from going to doctor to doctor by investing into the nutrition that I'm having. That's an investment. So when you take your card out and you go pay for something, before you swipe your card, look at it and say, is this an investment or is this a payment? A payment, you get nothing in return. An investment, you get energy in return. That can be more money. That can just be physical health. That can be mental health. That can just be anything that can give you more in life. Take care of movement. Take time each and every day to do something that makes you happy. Eat good and get enough sleep. When you figure out your dream... I have a whole course. I mean, that course. Well, I do have a course on the Be Great Nate Academy. On the Be Great Nate Academy, I, I teach you how to do all this stuff in courses. That's why there's 13 courses up right now. There's going to be like 20 courses in the next three months. We're always uploading courses because we make sure, I'm making sure I'm taking care of each angle in your life in that. And you can, if you're interested in the Be Great Nate Academy, the link is down below. 20, 27 bucks a month. When you figure out your dream, Then you figure out your core values. Then you know how to say no. So when someone tries to get you out of your space, you say no. Your yes isn't good enough until you learn how to say no. A lot of you say yes so much because when you're stressed or trauma, when you're in that reptilian brain, you're scared of losing tribe because you already lost tribe from many other stress events. And then as soon as you say no, you'll see people, some people that you always say yes to, get an attitude with you as if you always say no. Then you start to learn Oh, is this person on my dream team or is this person just using me? That's something you have to come up with. When you figure out the people who do support you, those are people that are in your dream team, they get your time, your energy. When you have time and energy, and you have to create consistency. When you are, all these things I just taught you give you energy. Now you have to be consistent to make it happen every day. And I told you, there's two ways you get into the reptilian brain you get into the reptilian brain from Trauma or repetition. And you doing this every day, you get anything in from the negative, I mean, a negative subconscious, you can turn it positive by doing it over and over again. Repetition. And that is how you create the life you want to live, overcome the trauma that you may have that creates a negative subconscious mind. If you need more help with this, there's information in the description with the Be Great, Renate Academy. We have about 85 members in there. It's going amazing. And I um, thank you all for that joined. We still want to grow that. I'm also going to be linking the next workshop that I'm going to be having. I'm probably going to do it in May. But with this workshop, we're only going to do 10 people. Um, it's going to be located in Jersey City, New Jersey, right on the Hudson River across from New York City. I'm only going to do 10 people. Usually I do 12. And out of the 10, we already have two slots taken up from two people from Canada. So if you're interested in that, I'm going to put that down below that link. You can register as soon as you can if you're really serious about getting your seat. Thank you for being here. You could have been any of us in the world, but you're here with me, and I appreciate that. If you can, leave a review. I know I leave that in my outro, but the reviews help us grow this, this, this podcast. It, re- it takes two seconds. To just, just Just give whatever you believe how many stars this is. All right? Thank you so much. Peace. Thank you for tuning in today. I hope the show gave you valuable information. If you did, take a screenshot, post it on social media, like your Instagram story or someone your social and tag me. I will definitely give back to you. I really appreciate the love. Or you can easily just leave a rating or a review if you have the time. You don't understand how much those little things right there help me push this show to get more people like you to listen. If you want more Be Great With Nate, you can head over to BeGreatWithNate.com and I'll meet you there. Until next time, peace.